This is Carrie D. Welcome to the Coffee with Carrie Homeschool Podcast. Join me every Thursday for some much needed encouragement, coffee, and conversation. It's my prayer this podcast will help you homeschool one step at a time, one day at a time, and one cup of coffee at a time. Hey, if you're blessed each week by our podcast, Coffee with Carrie, then make sure you check out my book, Just Breathe and Take a Sip of Coffee Homeschool and Step with God. And then share our podcast with some of your homeschooling friends who might need a little encouragement too. You can also find me at Instagram at Coffee with Carrie Consultant or at our website, coffeewithcarrie.org. So stick around, pour yourself a cup of coffee, put your feet up, and take a little coffee break with me. I think, no, I know, you're going to be encouraged. Laurel Thatcher Alridge once said that well-behaved women seldom make history. (laughs) Well, that's true, but we want our strong-willed sons and daughters to make history or at least make some waves in a positive, godly way. Some of my most strong-willed, righteously defiant friends are some of the most godly women I know. And I thank God every day that their moms persevered and saw my friends in their early years the way God saw them. If you're a mother of a strong-willed child and you're homeschooling that child, then this is our ultimate goal too. To not see our child as they are now, but to see them the way God sees them. To see them as the person God has created them to become. So what do you do with that strong-willed child? It is challenging being a mom to a very strong-willed kid. But when you're the child's teacher too, well, you've just kicked it up a notch. But I want to talk about the elephant in the room first. There's a really good chance if you're having major battles with your strong-willed child, it's because you, my friend, are just like me. You're probably a strong-willed parent, aka a strong-willed child that our dear mothers had to love, nurture, and discipline who are now in adult bodies with strong-willed kids of our own. Now, there are several things I have learned while disciplining and discipling my strong-willed child that I do want to share with you, but the first one is the hardest one to do, especially if you're like me and you are a recovering strong-willed child yourself. First, don't get sucked into the arguments. If you don't respond or attempt to always get the last word, well, then your strong-willed child will not have anyone to argue with. Say your piece walk away, and then say a prayer. And if you need to, like me, and you have to have the last word, or you need to argue with someone, then do it in the shower like I do. Oh, the conversations I had with one of my kids while I was alone, and he was nowhere around. Boy, did I give that child a piece of my mind many, 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 many times. But thank God, he never heard it. After I got it all out, while no one was around, I realized on most occasions that some, if not most, of the conflict was my strong-willed tendencies flaring up again. If your child persists, then let him know that when he's ready to have a respectful conversation and you are finished with what you need to do, 
then you could sit down and talk. If you keep arguing, you will only go round and round and round and eventually your strong-willed child will wear you down, which was probably his or her goal in the first place. Now second, set boundaries, stick to them, but wisely pick your battles. Make your expectations clear as well as the consequences. The important part is following through on the consequences, but also not being so legalistic about it that your son or daughter always feels like a failure or always feels like they're in constant battle mode. Pick your battles wisely. What can you live with? What can you live without? What do you absolutely need him or her to do? And then give choices, but only choices you can live with. Now, if one of your battles is the kind of clothes that your daughter wears, give in on what she wears around the house, but give choices on approved outfits that she can wear to park day or when she's hanging out with friends. If your strong-willed child bucks you on math every day, well then have a heart-to-heart and try to pinpoint what exactly it is that he finds so hard about doing math every day. If he wants you with him while he does every problem, well then try compromising on the time. Tell him once he finishes 10 problems on his own, then he can come sit with you and you'll help him with the rest. Or if he says he has too many problems to do, well then try giving him only the odd problems. If he says it's too easy, well then tell him to take the chapter test first. If he gets a 90% or higher on the chapter test, then maybe he's right. It is too easy. Let him skip the chapter and just move on to the next one. Tell him that you'll do 20 minutes of book work for math and then 20 minutes of math games. If he wants to do math at night, even though your school time is during the day, tell him that you'll try a two-week experiment. Let him do math at night for two weeks and then compare his work, his attitude, and his progress. This is how I found out my son really does think better at night when it comes to math and calculations. The idea is to give him or her choices based on what he says is the issue. If you can live with it and it doesn't disrupt the whole family, well then try it. Now third, not only give them choices that you can live with, but include them in some of the decisions too. When your strong-willed child is older, let him or her help you pick out the curriculum that they'll be using or have him or her even pick out some of the topics or subjects that you're going to learn that year. If your strong-willed child really feels like you're listening to him, then he will usually work harder on the tasks at hand. And if he has a hand in the choosing, then when he does complain about the curriculum or the lessons, you can gently remind him that he picked it out. Now, for a while, my son just wouldn't clean his room. And it just so happens that my daughter loves to organize. So after asking him to clean his room several times, my daughter volunteered to do it for him. So I let her. But then when she was done, I paid her with some of my son's money. He noticed, he balked a bit, said it wasn't fair, but then he cleaned his own room the next week. However, after he cleaned his room on his own the following week, he asked to be paid for it. I told him cleaning his room was a chore he was responsible for for doing because he was part of our family. His sister didn't have to clean his room. She was only responsible for her own room. She went over and beyond to clean his room, 
so that's why I paid her for the work done out of his money. Well, that got his attention. He then started asking what he could do around the house to make some extra money too. And his room stayed pretty clean for a while. Another strategy that really worked with my strong-willed child was giving him time to do his thing. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, I found the mornings that I let my son build with Legos before lessons, or I let him hit baseballs before schoolwork. Those were the mornings that went very smoothly. He was a completely different kid when it was time to hit the books. Not only was his attention better, but his attitude was better too. I did have one hard and fast rule though. He couldn't use any technology before school time. For us, technology just turns our brains to mush. The YouTube channel, Minecraft, and MLB video games, they were played later in the day after all of his work was done. I guess you could say tech time was more of a reward thing, even though I never really called it that. I found with my strong-willed child, if I started, you know, bargaining with him, if you do an hour of this or you do an hour of schoolwork, then I'll give you 30 minutes of video game time, then the bargaining never stopped. It always ended with, what if I do this amount of work, then can I have this amount of time? My kid is an excellent negotiator, and somehow I always lost. So I just banished the tech stuff till the afternoon and limited the time on it. It just wasn't a compromise I was willing to make for our family, and it wasn't a battle I was willing to lose. Now also, routines are helpful. It's hard to argue when you do the same thing each day at the same time, or at least in the same way. So set up a daily rhythm of routines for your family. You will notice that your strong-willed child will thrive really well when she knows what to expect each day. And finally, this is probably the most challenging one. Try to change your perspective. Keep in mind at a young age, being a strong-willed child, well, it is a negative character trait. However, if trained and used for the glory of God, that stubborn streak can become steadfastness, boldness, persistence, and faithfulness. Don't we want our sons to be strong in the faith and not to give in to peer pressure or to be swayed by false teachers and doctrine? Every time my strong-willed son was annoyingly persistent or disrespectfully stiff-necked, I reminded myself I just needed to help him turn that strong will into steadfastness for the Lord. I would pray that God would turn his negative quality of stubbornness into the godly trait of loyalty and faithfulness. I prayed that he would be uncompromising and unwavering, but in his faith. As a child, my son was like a dog with a bone. He just wouldn't let things go. Someone had to remind me that God created him that way. But like Gideon, God didn't see my son as the youngest and the weakest in the family. He saw him for the mighty and bold warrior that he would become. God treated Gideon as he created Gideon to be, not what Gideon was at that moment. I needed to see my son the way God saw him, not see him in his flawed human nature, but as the godly young man that God had created him to become. So yes, being strong-willed and extremely stubborn, well, it can be quite ungodly. But that flaw can be turned into a godly trait.
I am so glad my son still has that quote-unquote stubborn streak because now he stands firm in his faith. He is unmovable. He has dug his feet in and is now uncompromising when it comes to his faith in Jesus Christ and in his convictions. There are lines he just will not cross. Does your strong-willed child speak her mind? I bet she does. (laughs) Again, as a child, this can be rude, disrespectful behavior, but trained to be used in a godly way. Well, as a teen and as an adult, this can become boldness for the Lord. Your daughter can use her boldness to speak the truth in love. And God knows this world needs more strong-willed kids like that today. So moms, it's all in how we perceive it. Is it a character flaw or a godly trait to be nurtured and trained? We do need to be more patient and we do need to extend more grace when parenting a strong-willed child. And we certainly need a whole lot more espresso shots. But know that God knitted your child the way he or she is. God has given us the privilege of teaching him or her to become godly young men and women. So as you continue to parent and teach your strong-willed child, remember to just breathe and that God has big plans for your son and daughter. Thank you for hanging out with me and for joining me for this little coffee break. If this is your first time joining me, you can find me at my website, coffeewithcarry.org. I also have daily devotions and homeschooling tips at my Instagram account, Coffee with Carrie Consultant. Don't forget to check out my book, Just Breathe and Take a Sip of Coffee, Homeschool and Step with God. If you're new to homeschooling or you're looking for ways to simplify your homeschooling, this is a perfect book to read. Now, if you heard something you liked or something new, then share our podcast with a friend who might need a little encouragement this week or with a homeschooling friend who is homeschooling a strong-willed child. If you haven't already, we would love for you to subscribe to Coffee with Carrie Homeschool Podcast and then take a few minutes to leave us a little review. Thank you in advance for listening to us each week and for sharing our podcast, book, and homeschooling mom ministry with your friends. We're so very honored and grateful. It's our prayer that our website, our homeschooling consulting services, our podcast, and my book will help you homeschool one step at a time, one day at a time, and one cup of coffee at a time. We're praying for you. Stay healthy. God bless. And see you next time.